when we were young more like when we were too good to be true this is the remix songs in my head Hey everybody, welcome back for another mini-episode of Songs in My Head, a podcast for music nerds, by music nerds. Uh, another remix episode coming at you, because we can't get our lives together. Uh, as always, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Kristen. Hello. And um, this episode, we thought that we would uh, address the elephant in the room. Uh, which is the the sheer explosion of of media coverage that has gone on with this new music festival that popped up very suddenly in the last couple weeks. I'm sure everybody's seen it. Uh, it's called the When We Were Young Festival, and uh, it literally has like I don't know 87 or 100 bands on it, all from like the the same circle of 2000 to 2010 pop punk and it just seems like it just came in out of fucking nowhere right like and one day facebook just like exploded and every band that you that you follow that anybody follows on facebook was like hey guys we're gonna be at this festival that you've never heard of before right now well yeah i mean we see the poster or whatever with the listing there's got to be like 60 i think literally 60 bands there's a ton of them and then you see like one date on it and you're like how yeah how is like with any sort of laws of time and space (laughs) would this possibly work right and then i thought you know how could that work how expensive is it going to be and and then we saw how expensive it was and we were like no who's going to this although i gotta say putting concert tickets on layaway sounds like a great idea i mean yeah but not like (laughs) not like that no no i don't know i mean and, and even though it's been a couple of weeks since this announcement like i still question the validity of this thing every single time i see something about it because it just gets more and more like absurd well my big my big thing was okay you know there was so much demand that they open a second day so you're telling me all these bands are going to play the exact same set two days in a row right and then as if it couldn't be more ridiculous they are going to also play a week later right so they're going to do the same set twice in one weekend and then the next weekend do the same thing again. So these bands are just going to either go somewhere else in the meantime or hang out there for a week or what? Right, they're just going to hang in Vegas for a week. I mean, I mean, I that, guess, that seems but... like a bad idea. Yeah. Developing new bad habits. And I feel like, um, I know in some of the, the groups that I'm in that are, you know, music based, um, it seemed to divide people, either the people that were like, I don't care how much it costs, I'm going to go. And then the people that were just like, all right, this has to be fake. And like, there was like this, <laughs> like division of people and it was just so weird. Oh yeah. There, there's nobody that's, that's like right in the middle. That's like, oh yeah, that sounds pretty cool. But like, meh. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I'm a thousand percent going. Or like you said, like, 
oh, this is 100% fake, like, I'll show you. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know if it's, like, the fact that um, we've seen ridiculous festivals happen in the past. I mean, Fire Festival. Um, what was the one where people, like, got crushed recently? Astroworld. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and coincidentally, this this concert is being put on by the same group that did Astroworld. So that makes it even more wishy-washy. Yeah. Yeah. That's my main concern is that like, how can you keep people safe in that huge number of like people in one space? Not to mention the fact that, you know, we're still in the middle of a fucking global pandemic. Well, yeah. And we don't know. I mean, this latest variant has been kind of mild in comparison to others, but we don't know what's coming. We don't know what the next boss is going to be. The next. Fuck. (laughs) It really, it really feels like that. Right. Like, okay, we've gotten through stage, you know, three. Stage three boss wasn't too bad. Right. What's next? Right. But the next level, it's that's got the mini boss. And is it going to be like Mario, like one, when you finish like level eight, it just gets to level one again and it's harder. Right. Which is, you know, a real good uh, example of how life works. Mm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> fire <Ooh>. festival. <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know. There was just a lot of, there's a lot of question marks. Well, yeah, and I don't, um, I, I know when they were starting to announce it, a lot of the bands were coming out with talking about it. And um, some of the people were saying, oh, well, you know, this band didn't announce. Do they even know they're on the, the thing? And it's just like, it's just confusing. And nobody, like, talked about, like, the logistics of it. It just, <laughs> right. it just magically showed up with this, you know. This massive lineup and everybody's just like, oh, okay, sure. Maybe it's just because I'm skeptical. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, Even in a perfect world, it still seems really sketchy. Yeah. And I know, I mean, I, I have a feeling how you probably feel the same way I do. Like if you had the opportunity, yeah. Who would want to see all those bands? Sure. But I don't see myself being like happy with that setup hey, at nothing, all. Nothing about it seems enjoyable. No. Like... No, I mean, it feels like a, a massively compressed warp tour. Yeah. Yeah, it just, I don't know. With don't more know. people, way more bands. No, it was. Just what, rushing what, around. What it reminds me the most of is like, it's like they took a whole, like, Lollapalooza <laughs> and, put it and just day. crammed it into one day. And it's like, it's not going to happen. No. There's no way it's going to go the way that they think it is yes i mean wishful thinking it would be nice but i also don't enjoy being around that many people i know at music festivals i tend to get pretty meh towards the end um so like that yeah but also like at most music festivals you have a place where you can like not be in the general crowd but still be able to hear the music Mm -hmm. and i feel like with this layout where it's going to be there's just no way they're going to be able to accommodate yeah all of that yeah i just i don't know interested to see how it plays out right it's a bold move cotton see how it plays out and what you were saying about it being you know the same concert uh promoter what yeah did you the say? same like yeah group yeah, I mean, when we were hearing all the stories about Astroworld and how, you know, there wasn't 
you know, adequate medical care and safety precautions and all those sorts of things. And even the people that were there hired to do those jobs weren't even qualified. And right. It's just, it's, it's in the middle of this world that we're living in right now. It just seems like you've thrown yourself into a dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, that kind of has led us to where we're at now, where I thought it would be fun if we made our own concert lineups for our own little like mini festivals. So, so there's not going to be 60 bands, obviously. <laughs> I do um, have to say I liked all the memes that came out of the whole thing. Oh where my God, they've been so good. All the, you know, fake when we were young posters. Right. My still my favorite one is when we weren't invited, and it's all the it's like a bunch of bands that people were like, "What the hell? Why isn't this band on there?" So I I do I do enjoy the me- all the memes that have the come meme out harvest has been bountiful. Oh yeah, but anyway, so, so yeah, so I thought that it would be fun to kind of talk about like our own festival lineup and like maybe get into a little bit of like if you could have your dream concert lineup you know like who would you let's start there i'll catch you off guard because i know that you that we were ready to do our lineups but like let's talk hypotheticals okay so you have the capability to put together your dream concert let's just say three bands (laughs) you could name mine you know it like from any from oh, no. any time though. oh you mean like yeah no i'm talking like oh so like bands that don't exist anymore right et cetera. so i'm talking like back oh like man a long time. okay nirvana um i don't know nirvana the beatles mm. third one i'm going to reserve for right now i'm trying to think that third one feels more difficult I, I could definitely see Nirvana and the Beatles, for sure. Like, those were, like, mm-hmm. definite. <clears throat> I mean, I, I think I know what... Hmm. I think I know a couple of yours. <laughs> so maybe... Well, I mean, my ideal concert... I mean, just... I, I could fire it off real quick. Prince, David Bowie, Queen... Like Queen with Freddie, yeah, obviously, yeah. Um, but since Queen still is technically kicking, you know, because they still count because they still they still kind of count. But if I had to swap out, I'd put Jimi Hendrix in there. Oh yeah, just because like it's Jimi Hendrix, like you know, that would be just an amazing show. Definitely. Hell, even even doing Prince and Michael Jackson would be an amazing concert. Or Prince and James Brown. So you've got a lot of good good ideas here. I'm just like basic. Give me these two. Well, yeah, I'm I, happy. Mean, I know, and it's like <laughs> I, I know it's it's an overwhelming concept because when you've got no like time constraint on 
what era you can pick a band from. You're just kind of like, oh, who do I pick? Like, well, there's so yeah, there's so many, so many directions. Right. I don't know. That third one's just gonna be real tough. Right. It's a it's a big TBA. <laughs> Let me think about it. We'll come back to it. So, I kind of challenged you with creating your own little mini festival lineup. Um, I did that myself also, and uh, figured we could kind of just go through those real quick. Um, so, my festival lineup, uh, coincidentally happened to be bands that were all within a similar genre of music and coincidentally were are all bands that uh are technically broken up or aren't touring anymore um so the opener for my show is uh yellow card now i've seen yellow card twice before but i would never pass up the opportunity to see them again and they called it quits. Uh, I think it's been two years now. So that would be a, a fun, a really fun, like, opening act for the whole thing. And then um, following them would be Matchbook Romance. Because it's Matchbook Romance. Um, I've seen them once before, but, like, they literally released two albums and then stopped making music. So like I would I would love to see them again. Um, and then kind of the wild card in the mix uh, is the band Chiodos. Um, they're technically no longer a band, uh, but like their lead singer still makes his own music and stuff, and he's got like eight million side projects going on. Um, Have you seen them before? No. They're one of the bands that I have not seen before and I always wanted to see. And then <laughs> they were not a band anymore. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw them I worked for at one point. Oh, really? Yeah, they're a little they're a little heavier than the rest of the bands on my list. But I don't like them any less than the others. Um, so then I had uh, Amber Pacific oh. on there. Now... Amber Pacific may or may not fall into this category because, according to their Facebook page, they're booking shows again. So, I might get the opportunity. We'll see. Maybe I'll just book them for the show. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, I, I've never had the opportunity to see them. And they, they've just always been a band that I've loved. And I've heard that their live shows are really cool. So... And I'm I'm pretty sure that you could probably guess who my top one is. Maybe. Okay, so I don't always know who's not a band anymore. Okay, well I'll give you a hint. Without this band, we wouldn't have the name of the show. Oh, what's that? Out? Yeah. Yeah, so my, my top headliner for my Damn. show would be Boys Night Out. Connor, hmm. make it, come on, let's make it happen, dude. I know you're going to listen to this. Let's <laughs> get off your ass already, man. 
Oh. Get the band back to... No, I'm kidding, dude. Um, no, but I, I saw them once. I, I had the opportunity to see them one time, and it was on the Nintendo Fusion Tour. They were one of the openers for that. And they were incredible. And I just have always wanted to see them again, but I don't know. Somehow, when they were still touring, they never happened to, like, come back this way. Yeah. Um... So it was kind of like one of those like came and come and gone situations. We're like so. a we're like a B B list city, <laughs> <laughs> right? For being as as big of a city as Pittsburgh is, when it comes to concerts, we're like well, because you go Philly and then you skip over and you yeah. go Cleveland, right? Right. It's you know it's it's surrounding cities, not actual Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So. That's that was kind of my, my little mini fest lineup. The Songs in My Head Fest 2022. Um, um, okay, yeah. Mine, mine I think, is a little, little bit of a different list because I haven't seen any of these bands. They're all ones that I would either want to see if it was an option or um, that I've missed um, various times. Okay. Um, several of them, I mean, I've had an opportunity or would have an opportunity in the near future, so we'll... We'll see. Um, I would start mine with me first in the Gimme Gimme's, just because I think, um, you know, obviously we, we both love them. Um, I've missed them several times that I was supposed to have seen them. Um, I think it'd just be a really fun way to start a show. Get everybody, you know, singing songs they already know. Right. Yeah, I feel like if, if there's ever a way to get the crowd really getting into stuff, it would be cover songs. Definitely, definitely. Um, so that would be my opener, even though I think they're probably, I don't know. I, I, um, I have matchbook romance on my list too. Um, because since listening to stuff, I mean, I love the one album we, we covered. Um, can't remember the name. Stories and Alibis. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, well, they're (laughs) not a band anymore. (laughs) Right. And you were just like, oh. Um, so yeah, that, that's a not possible scenario. Whereas everyone else on this list is, you know, um, I'll touch on something with them in a little bit because we'll talk about it. Okay. Um, next on my list is Dropkick Murphys who I've had tickets to see at least twice and had to sell for various reasons. (laughs) So it's just like, I don't think I'm destined to see them. Um, I would, I've seen them at Warp Tour. But I would like to see them, like, in their own... See, that's the thing. Like, I feel like there are also a lot of bands that I have seen at Warp Tour. Yeah. That I would like to see on their own tour. Mm-hmm. So, like, I that Dropkick Murphys is definitely one of them. They're a band that I've always wanted to see by yeah. themselves. And like, I mean, on their own festival. Or on their own show, but... Yeah, and I mean, what I've seen them perform, like, recorded, and we watched, like... Their live streams. Their live streams and stuff. And they're all very good. Yeah. So I Should would... be another one coming up soon. Yeah. It's so St. Like, Patrick's Day. I just think that'd be a really fun show. The energy would be great. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I've, like I said, I missed them every chance I had. Sure. Uh, next on the list probably be My Chemical Romance because I haven't seen them. And that was the one on the... Um, I was just going to call it Firefest. <laughs> the Firefest part two. Firefest part two. And I was like, Google. man. Because, you know. 
Well, I think they might actually be putting more dates on their their actual tour. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I, I had the opportunity to see them once, and they were not... It wasn't the best. Yeah, you were saying that before. maybe... It could have been anything. There, there could have been any number of things that could have caused that that particular performance to be bad. So you would give it another chance. I'd, oh, absolutely. I mean, I love my Kim. So, like, mm-hmm. the opportunity to see them live again, sure. Um, last on my list would be Nine Inch Nails. And since they just announced that they're going to be touring. I mean... <laughs> realistically as long as the tickets are not ungodly expensive yeah i'm a little worried they're ungodly and by expensive. <laughs> and by ungodly expensive now you're talking to somebody that has spent like a hundred dollars to see justin timberlake <laughs> i would spend a hundred bucks to see nine inch nails yeah yeah again not coming through pittsburgh um no but cleveland's not super far no i know i know um but I thought I read somebody on Facebook said that they were they got the pre-sale tickets and they sold out super fast. So fingers crossed because I think they're Friday. Yeah, I think they're the full um, sale was on Friday. Yeah, and there was something about the Cleveland date. Was it one of the last ones? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's like the very last one. Yeah. Or one of the last two. Right. It is the last one. Um. So yeah, that would be my. That would be my my dream lineup of things I haven't seen. I mean, because it's obvious who my lineup of bands that I would see any chance I could. You know. Oh, this is what I read about it. it says the Nine Inch Nails that the Cleveland shows me special because they have ministry and someone else on the bill that I don't even know. So it's a one night only part of their tour. Oh. So that probably means that it's going to be more difficult and or expensive. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, so you have to build build a festival lineup of your favorite bands. Go. No effects. Less than Jake. Weezer. Um, you found Glory? Their show is super fun in person. That is. Um, how far are we going here? Five. Um, punchline. Nice. They can open. <laughs> what about you? Um, Spill Canvas. Newfound Glory. Punchline. Hmm. See, it gets a little more difficult from that point on because, like, it could be any number of bands that I put there. Hmm. I don't know. That's a really good one. Cause like I got three solid ones and then like beyond that point, I'm like, man, I, there's a lot of bands I could put there. Hmm. TBA. You're stumped. Imagine that. Yeah, I know, right? Normally the one that can't shut the hell up. Can't think of anything. Weird. Um, I had a additional question I was thinking about when we were, you know, talking about the uh, the bands we would be talking about. 
that feels really meta. We were talking about the, the episode. Sure. Um, is there a band that you wanted to see? And then when you saw them, disappointment. A band that I wanted to see, and then when I finally did, they were a disappointment. Because <clears throat> I know we've talked about the fact that a lot of bands don't sound the same live as they do. And I think the bands that we chose, I know the ones that I chose, all sound the same in person as they do, like, recorded. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the experience that I had with my chem when I saw them. Yeah, that's like, kind of what I was thinking. They were an opener. I mean, like, they... Yeah. You know. So, like, maybe they just were having that, like, road fatigue syndrome where they just had been played out for so many dates. So, it could have been any number of, of factors. Um... I don't know. I mean, I've had bands that I've seen live a couple of times and like one time they played a really good show and then another time they did not. So I feel like that's a more common thing for that's me. That's the suicide, <laughs> suicide machine syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, because like um, I've seen Taking Back Sunday a few times and like most of the time that I've seen them, it's been a really good show. But like... There were a couple times where I don't know if it was just like they were just having an off day or something and it just their set just didn't it just didn't work for me. Like it's a big no for me, dog. Like, I, I don't know. I've definitely had that happen, though. Yeah, I think um, like when we were sitting here thinking of the lists, that's one thing I was thinking, like, is there any band that I wanted to see? Like, what if I did see? all of these bands and disappointment, you know, I think that's what keeps me from like having that dream festival. Right. Right. And I think that's ultimately what has kept me from buying like high bill, like high dollar tickets mm -hmm. for shows is because I don't want to like when the rage against the machine tour announced they were picking back up and the tickets were going to go back on sale. Yeah. And I found them for like 150 bucks a ticket and the seats were not that bad. And I was like, that's not a bad price, but like $150 to see Rage Against the Machine. What if they don't sound like I want them to? Like, that's a lot of money to spend to go see a show and then the band just be like iffy at best or even if they're good and your expectation is so much higher sure you know sure no yeah, i agree yeah, and especially definitely... because you know there are certain bands that like i love from a certain era but they're not that band anymore right and there's some bands that i feel like like i've been able to move on with and there's some that i haven't and uh i would be disappointed with some some of those like that situation like I, w I would think. Right. Because, like, in my mind, it would be, like, older Rage Machine. And I don't know. I even feel that with Nine Inch Nails. I mean, I haven't... I haven't listened to it since... It's nostalgic. Right. For me. So, right. maybe I'll be disappointed. Maybe. Probably not. 
Trent Reznor's still pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you? Like, do you have a band in particular that you've... Um, no. Um, Is it more the same thing that I was saying, where it's like, it's been a band that you've seen several times and... There's just that one time where you see them and you're like, man, this is just not. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, we talked about Suicide Machines being like that. Right. And I had a great time at their at their shows before. But I think the other shows that I'd been to, like they were headlining. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it was just more a hypothetical thing that I was thinking when we were coming up with this, this list. All right. How about like, um, how about a band that... Um, you weren't expecting to see, but wound up really liking. You have a few of those because I think you've seen people at Warped Tour or whatever that you. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's how I first heard about All Time Low mm-hmm. was at Warped Tour. Um, and then, like, I started listening to them. I don't, I'm not into them as much as I used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, that was how I found them. Um, well, I think you said the same thing about fun. Yeah, fun, fun was open for somebody or something. Um, no, a friend of mine introduced me to fun. Okay, but uh, they opened for Panic of the Disco ah once, and I I got to see that, which was an incredible show. And then, like, the following year, I got to see them on their tour, like, fun on their own tour, mm-hmm. um, when they released Some Nights. So, that was a that was a band that was a really fun show. Um, <laughs> trying to think. Hmm. Uh... I mean, like, there have been a lot of bands that I've discovered at Warped Tour, like you said, like Story of the Year. Um, they were a band that I had heard at Warped Tour. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, here's here's the, the aging myself thing again. Because I feel like in the time that I was going to Warped Tour, it was also the the dawning of the MySpace music era. So, like, I was able to hear a band on MySpace and then know that they were going to be at Warp Tour and be able to see them live at Warp Tour. So, like, that was where my accessibility was at that point in time. So, like, I had bands like Story of the Year, Amber Pacific, All Time Low, um, that I had already heard on recording but i had not seen live and then when i saw them live i appreciated it even more right right um yeah i know we talked before about our musical like experience being different in that aspect because i think for me um that time period i had already you know i'd already experienced like a bunch of shows just you know going to see random whatever for you know 10 or 15 dollars at the you know whatever club um punk shows and and such and i mean i had been at warp tour but this was you know dawning of the internet right. or at least it felt that way um definitely before myspace so i think um yeah like the the streaming music and and the way that music was promoted when people you know started 
becoming popular from, you know, the, it's the opposite of mainstream. Uh. <laughs> like more of the underground. Yeah, thank like, you. I'm <laughs> grasping for a word there that like I couldn't seem to find. More of the the grassroots approach where it's like the guy walking around with like a, a a CD player like, hey, listen to my band. And you like put half a headphone on and you're like, oh, this is pretty dope. And he gives you a flyer. Yeah, I mean, because I feel like that um, gave a lot of artists exposure that they wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Um, whereas, you know, my exp- exposure to new music was um, those, you know, compilation cds that you could get for four dollars or a mixtape somebody made me or borrowing borrowing cds from the library like (laughs) yeah or accidentally not turning in my thing for columbia house and getting a cd that i was not expecting right um so yeah i feel like for a long time my musical taste was super narrow because there wasn't there wasn't a lot of option yeah um but i was thinking of bands that you know i had found i mean for me there's two examples um mast intruder um we'd seen them open for hmm, i can't remember who because i've seen them a few times i really like them so they're they're a fun show we went to see i think they were still opening for like the interrupters and stuff okay but they were like the second opener (laughs) so i mean they're getting a little bit a little bit better, but yeah, so that, that was one. And then, um, another band that nobody's ever heard of, uh, called Good Old War. We, um, my friend and I had seen them, um, play with Anthony Green. Okay. So they opened for him. They're like Anthony Green adjacent. (laughs) I know he sings like background vocals or whatever in one of their songs and, and stuff. So, um, we wound up going to their shows, whether they were, you know, opening for people or, um, their own shows. So they wound up being one that I like, we happy, happily discovered. Sure. Um, yeah. Have you ever been to a show where the opening bands are better than the band you went to see? Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I mean, in my I mean, opinion. Okay. Like anti-fest aside. Yeah, there's been a couple times that I've gone to see the opening bands and not really been thrilled with the other ones going into the the thing. Um, the example I said with the Interrupters, I'm not real crazy about them. Something about, I don't know, I, I just can't get into it. So we had gone to see Mouse Intruder, um, one of the Good Old War shows that we went to see. They were opening for Gaslight Anthem, who I don't really, can't really get into. Um, Mayday Parade, when we went to see them in Chicago, they were opening for Under Oath. Under Oath? Yeah. What? I'm pretty sure it was Under Oath. That's real fucking random. Whoever, maybe it wasn't them, maybe it was, maybe I'm getting the, the shows confused. Maybe it was the one where we went to see, no, somebody was with Under Oath, and I was like, eh, no. Hmm. Yeah. I'm getting people mixed up. The show's mixed up. But either way, whatever I saw with Under Oath, so much better. <laughs> <laughs> Not really my, not really my thing. Um, what about you? I'm sure another one will come to my. Yeah. Um, I remember when I went to see uh, Angels and Airwaves. Okay. Um, 
Taking Bets, take, <laughs> Taking Back Sunday was the opener. Okay. For them, and they were phenomenal on and on that tour. But like Angels and Airwaves, I was just like, meh. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't think of anybody else right now. But yeah, I mean, I, I know I've specifically gone to see. It's probably a little different. Specifically gone to see the openers. And not really been crazy about the. Anti-Fessa side. <laughs> God. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like this, in summary, this is just us saying we've been to way too many concerts to remember everything. I know. I wish I would have started, like, keeping track. Sooner. Yes. Thanks to Facebook. I mean, it's easy to keep your memories, but like before that. Right. The other day, my Facebook memory told me that I saw a yellow card like several years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I got a pile of concert tickets somewhere in a box. Me too. Got to find them. Yeah. That'd be a fun show. Um, So I thought maybe a little palate cleanser now. We've talked about concerts enough. Let's talk about bands that don't exist. Uh, in one of our favorite segments, which we like to call... That's my new band name. Yeah. So, I had a couple, um, and I know that you have a few. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we'll just kind of go back and forth. Uh, first one I have on my list, uh, Dom Blonde. I don't know. It's on my list. I don't even know when I put it on there. Hmm. I don't know. It just sounds like it would be like a really, like... I picture like an all female led like metal band. Like just super hard, like super heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Dom Blonde. I'm thinking like four Dom Blondes. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, um, vegan on the weekend. Um, I love that one. It's so good. <laughs> I don't remember where it came from specifically, but I think it was one of my my child's conversations about somebody who was part-time vegan. Um. <laughs> and even that's a good band name too, though. Part-time vegan. But I feel like Vegan on the Weekend would be um, some sort of Vampire Weekend spinoff. Ooh. Okay. Like maybe more folksy. More folksy? Well, like... <laughs> Have you listened to Vampire Weekend? I have. <laughs> well, don't worry. You're going to listen to them more sometime. I'm sure of it. Oh, yeah. Your turn. Um, so my other one that I have is Bullycule. <laughs> uh, and it was from a Facebook post that you showed me. You showed me? Yes. I have a meme. Uh, yeah, it was a meme you showed me earlier today. And like it was part of it. And I was like, Bullycule. That's 100% my new band name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it reminded me of conversations that we say, like, oh, the, um, overwhelmed means that there's the existence of underwhelmed. And right. Whelmed. Whelmed. That was what it was. Polycule means there's a existence of poly... I can't remember what they call it. Polyenemy. Yeah, polyenemy. <laughs> um, well, yeah, just like, just like Lance the other day. Pork rinds oh. <laughs> uh, imply the existence of pork pulp. Oh, damn it. I've never had words make me more uncomfortable than when he said the words pork pulp. <laughs> I was like, ugh. 
Yeah, that's pretty bad. Lance, why? All right. Um, next one. Dummy thick with two C's. Of course. Um, that was inspired by, <laughs> um, what was it? The AI generated lyrics to songs. So they took creep. Creep. And instead of I'm a creep, it was I'm dummy thick. Uh, if you ever have a chance, people, look it up. <laughs> I'm going to look it up after we're done with this. I am too. That shit made me crack up. I know. We I were... think we cry laughed at that. Oh, yeah, we did. And I mean, there were a few of those type of videos, but that one was like the top of the list. Right. Yeah, so Dummy Thick. I don't know what kind of band it would be, but. I don't know. So I got one more. Um uh, it is uh, just the word girth, <laughs> but it's it's in lowercase, and uh, it's it's got asterisks on either side of it. I, I don't know. Um, I just picture like '80s hair metal, lots of like cod pieces <laughs> and like teased hair. We had a good time laughing about this last night or yeah. whatever because we were talking about, okay, well, what if they had a girth fest? Girth fest. <laughs> like oh, not yeah. fest. <laughs> yeah, 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 like not fest, but the band Girth was the headliner. And I was like, well, Taint Slap's definitely on that one. Oh, of course. For sure. You can't have girth without Taint Slap. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Anyway, what was your last Oh, I can't. One? I don't think I can follow that. I think you can. No, I don't. I don't think you got I it. can. You got no, it. Nope. Mm, I don't know. Do you... Symbology. Symbology. Uh huh. It was a, you know, conversation we had at some point. But symbology sounds like a really good band name. I thought it would be a good synth pop or a, um. Something like that. Yeah. No, definitely. I I like symbology as a band name. I think that's. But I can't. I can't follow Girth. It's hard to follow. <laughs> you didn't really leave a lot. I'm not opening for anything else there. God. Uh, anyway, we got to dance out of this one. Um, yeah, so anyway, looping back to when you mentioned My Chemical. No, not My Chemical. My matchbook Romance. The Other Romance. Um, I just wanted to mention that I had gotten that pre-order recently of their, their second album, um monsters i think it's called <laughs> monsters monsters um but yeah they did they just did like a first time uh vinyl pressing of it and um i was able to snag one of the limited copies so i'm very excited about that and i think in the near future now that we've been slowly growing this this collection of of vinyl together uh we have to start listening to it well not only that but i think it'd be fun if we did like a uh like a show and tell yeah with all the vinyl that we've acquired over the last few months i mean christ i got two more coming in the mail this week so created a monster yeah created a monster <laughs> all right Anyway, guys. Um, anything else we want to cover before we wrap up? I don't think there's anything else right now. Personal music projects or loopholes. I know a loophole that we went down that 
that led to super interesting discussion and may be a mini at some point, but uh, dance songs. Oh, yeah, group dance songs. <laughs> Man. There... Oh, look, all you guys need to know is that the electric slide that you know is a lie. It's not the original electric slide. Um, and the cha-cha slide that you know is the second version not the first version um it was a it was a it was a long evening of us looking into the most absurd fucking group dance songs yeah it was all because i said to the left and then i said take it back now (laughs) y'all and that just led to the whole electric slide cha-cha slide tootsie roll Oh my god, yeah. And then I started thinking that then I really need like group dances that I don't remember. Yeah. God damn it. But the history of some of these songs is just ridiculous. Yeah, crazy. Well, anyway, watch out for a little later in the week because we're going to hit you guys with the second episode real, real soon. Another little mini episode coming out uh fingers crossed we're able to get it out on the day that we intend for it to be out um that being said we're still working on our next episode and we'll get it done when we damn well please damn it (laughs) um (laughs) as always guys thanks so much for for listening you know honestly um Without you guys listening, uh, we would probably still make this show. So, because <laughs> I like to hear myself talk. We have these conversations anyway, so. <laughs> no, but we do appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate, you know, all six of you. Um, you know, tell a friend, force somebody to, into a room uh, to listen to this this show. Um, whatever you have to do to to get the bribes uh, bribes yeah bribe them yeah put a dollar in their pocket put your hand in their pocket whatever (laughs) kaylanis whatever i got one hand in my pocket and the other one's playing my podcast um so yeah thank you so much for for supporting and being there for us guys um hopefully we can get our asses in gear and get 2022 really rolling because we've got a lot of ideas and we just can't seem to get enough gas in this damn all the ideas none of the motivation hell yeah killing it um as usual you can find us all over social media uh facebook twitter instagram at simh pod um you can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts Apple Music, um, Amazon Prime Music. I think that's what it's called. I think it's just Amazon Music. you think I'd know this by now. Um, yeah, you can listen to us there. Uh, the other one, Spotify. Uh, SoundCloud, if you're nasty. Um, you, know, and, and, you know, and here's a challenge. Why don't you guys make a list of your dream concert lineups and... When we post the episode, uh, put it in the comments. Let's see what you come up with. Maybe if we get enough of them, we'll put them together in one big, like, SIMH Fest poster. 10-hour day, 10 60 hour bands. 10-hour day, 65 <laughs> bands. Sunday, a, Sunday, a Sunday. A thousand people enter. Nobody leaves. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah um thanks so much for listening guys uh stay safe wear a mask get vaxxed wash your fucking hands because y'all are nasty um but we love you anyways uh we'll talk to you guys real soon